0: firm. Okay. Uh, Um, we have four attorneys in three locations. Okay. One in Hastings, Nebraska. We have an office in Omaha, Nebraska, and then I'm here in Minnesota. Um, and we provide legal services kind of in the Midwest core. Okay. Um, I primarily practice in the area of bankruptcy and debtor creditor. Okay. Um, we have uh, an attorney that does primarily estate planning, Okay. B- business succession planning. Then we have an attorney who primarily does litigation. Okay. And then we have a relatively new attorney, and she is doing kind of a uh,
1: little bit of everything. Okay. And how did uh, you all find each other? Because that's kind of like a, I'm thinking <laughs> of like Money That's It's like an autonomous yeah. collective, sort of. It's yes. A, it's yeah. A, a mix of people coming together. But uh
0: Yeah. And so it's really fascinating. So I, um, out of law school, joined my father-in-law's practice. Okay. He was a solo practitioner for three decades. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. So change, I came in and basically changed a lot of stuff.
1: Uh, he didn't quite know what he was saying yes to <laughs> when he said <laughs> I, I could come join him. I hired somebody who has a little bit, I'm guessing a different sensibility with regard to maybe technology and marketing and all kinds of stuff. You want to know what? It's really fascinating. He's
0: was a traditionalist in a lot of ways and didn't like change in a lot of ways. But in certain ways, like he was a he loved Star Trek. OK. And he loved technology. Okay. And so... Like he was on the forefront of like leaving the phone book and okay. going exclusively to using uh his website.
1: Okay. So he was um, a little bit of an early adapter in some regards. That's nice. Yeah.
0: Or remote. He okay. uh like when I joined him, that was in 2014, already had set up like a VPN and could work okay. from anywhere. Oh yeah. Um so in s- some ways he was Ahead of his time. Okay. Um, and was open to technology. Um, I think it was more or less, if you don't know how to use it or set it up, you know, a lot of these technologies nowadays for solo small require that you do a
1: lot of the setting up yourself. Yeah. You either have to have somebody knowledgeable or figure it out yourself there. There's varying degrees of what kind of support they'll uh, the vendors will provide for sure.
0: Exactly. And so, um, like, for example, like when we demoed Clio, okay, he was like, We need this. He honestly, while we we're doing the demo, took out his credit card. <laughs> That's a like, great sign. Like, I want to, I need, yes. I want, I want this. Let's do it. And so I modernized his practice. We went from one, three support staff people down to one. Okay. Just in implementing
1: technology and getting rid of a ton of paper. And what was his practice? Was it a general price or did he have a particular niche? Bankruptcy. Bankruptcy. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you have a lot of, I would imagine, repeat, you know, similar forms. Maybe you just need to submit oh, in the, the particular data, but you're going to be saying the same things a lot, filing the same kind of things a lot. It's very rote. Yeah. Um, and you need efficiency also because there's not huge, you know, high margins. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. That makes you sense. Need,
0: in the volume, yeah, you need to, you know, and it's flat fee. So, yeah, yeah. you you need to be able to uh, provide the same value, the same service, and create the same work product in less time. Yes, and yes. that's the constant pursuit is spending the least amount of time to provide the same amount of, or more value, right. better value, same work product. Right, get through the process.
1: Yes, which is counter uh, to the traditional hourly fee for service model it's incentivized it's the opposite
0: yeah and so and this is fascinating so we then um i'm you know got his practice be a lean mean fighting machine and i was like hey i'm gonna see what other opportunities there are and there was a law firm family law firm in town that was growing and expanding super cool brand mission driven um their whole thing is like thought leadership, business development. And this was like 2016. Before that was kind of like, yeah, cool. They've been doing it for 20 years. Nice. Um, the founding partner was an executive coach and then okay. shifted completely into coaching. Interesting. In, in like 2010. Okay. Which was also kind of ahead of its time. Very much so. Um, and so it was, how do you marry two... Law firms that have been around for decades, um, process systems, models. Right. And in some ways it worked very well. Okay. Because some things are transferable no matter the practice area. Sure, sure. Like business development, thought leadership, right. Um
1: training, becoming more empathetic, you know. Yes. All the, Which is you know, huge. Oh my gosh, you're speaking my yeah, language, definitely. Yeah. Um, and so So had the coach, had that person left law altogether and become a coach or they were still kind of being a coach and using that, that learning and that mindset as they continued to do family law? They had stopped practicing.
0: Okay. And they were part of like, so every employee got monthly coaching. Okay. And then we- So that person had stopped practicing, but they were running a practice. They were, yeah, part of the partnership team running the practice.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: Yeah, and so it was a really unique, uh, management model. Yeah, and what we did was from the lens of like growth and personal and professional development. Um, and so the takeaway from doing all this was had nothing to do with my substantive practice right. Right, at all. That didn't work. That, right. that ultimately my father-in-law retired and in okay. the three plus years we were there, bankruptcy practice never quite fit in. They didn't get it. They didn't okay. understand it. It was like this in bankruptcy in and of itself as a practice area is like this alien thing.
1: It is, it is.
0: People hear bankruptcy like, oh, nah, yeah,
1: I don't know anything about that. I don't even want to know. Um You want to have somebody on speed dial who does. But uh yeah, I I had to wait in. I I did a lot of construction litigation. And occasionally, I'd have to wait over in a bankruptcy uh-huh. court. And I'm like, your world frightens, <laughs> your world frightens and confuses yeah, yeah. me. What, what are all these I words?
0: Do? What are all these new words <laughs> exactly. that are only here? So I tell people, it's like, in bankruptcy... Court and bankruptcy laws, there's things there's jargon
1: you will find nowhere else. Well, I remember going one time. This uh, and I still think about the story. In fact, I was just telling somebody to do it a couple of weeks ago. Um, but I had a subcontractor that was owed money by a general, I think that's what it was, and I wanted to get money from them and, and file a lien, or I had filed a lien, I can't remember, but um, or I was representing a general who wanted to say, hey, I don't owe them money or something. I, I had to come from a construction case into the bankruptcy world. And whatever it was, I didn't know how to do it. And so I was looking in the pleadings in the case to see who else is in a similar position to my yeah. client <laughs> yeah. and what did they do? And they had done three different things. Yeah. Like They uh-huh. had gone about it, Three completely different places. I'm like, well, those can't all be
0: right. And they all seem
1: like really smart lawyers. And it turned out there was another guy who had it figured out. And the judge said, actually, y'all listen to Mr. Durham. He's the one yeah. who actually this is this is what you do. And yeah. some nobody had like,
0: yeah. right yeah, welcome. <laughs> yes. Like we have 10 heads. So yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of how it always was when I was um, when I was there was like your practice here we don't even concern the budget. Okay, we so, and
1: what led him to join with the other firm? Then what was the initial
0: <laughs> push? Okay, because well, it had to do of assisting him into
1: retirement. Okay, got it. So it's sort of a transition kind of thing. Maybe there's yeah. a, a a practice that can be you know continued yeah. and monetized yeah. in the future. Yes, I've worked yeah. with a, a practice broker on that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: and in it in it kind of made sense. You know, family law and bankruptcy and estate planning is another thing to do, kind of all go together pretty well.
1: They're all they consumer can. facing at least.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they can. And, you know, as divorces pick up, bankruptcies usually wane a little bit. Okay. Um, And vice versa. Okay. You know, As people don't have money to get divorced, they usually are filing <laughs> bankruptcy and they, they're kind of a nice pairing. Yeah. But it never gelled. Okay. you Never got there. They didn't understand the incentive of like what we just talked about. Right. They'd be like, well, why aren't you like calling clients more? I'm like, well, you shouldn't. In bankruptcy, like you don't want to be like standing up an unnecessary check-in call. No. Um, or it'd be like, why are you leaving the office some days at two 30? I'm like, well, I'm really efficient. So there's nothing more for me to do. Right. I don't, I can't just like build the client. Like it's not how it works in flat feet. Yeah. Yeah. And so it kind of reached a point where their brand was so strong and their systems were so strong that once my father retired, I'm like, I, I can't compete with the brand of the firm. Right. The money known
1: for its family law kind of niche.
0: Exactly. It was yeah. synonymous. Yeah. This law firm was synonymous with family law. Right. Yeah. So then I went solo. Um, it was going to be a virtual office. And then the pandemic hit. about so to say, like, what year was
1: that? No, it... 2020. April I figured 1st. figured that's what you could say.
0: April 1st, um, I went solo. Oh, wow. And I took my entire book. But bankruptcy is not like, you know, uh, that one client is going to give you
1: multiple things of work no no you don't get repeat business hopefully (laughs) no Uh, if if you're on the consumer side if you're on the (laughs) debtor side if you're on the creditor side it's a different animal but different business
0: model altogether and so um and i diversified i do creditor stuff too i'm one of the rare people that does every chapter bankruptcy debtor and creditor wow okay for diversification yeah um and so that proved to be useful because bankruptcies, um, in the pandemic hit a like 30 year, 35 year low. Wow. So I'm looking around, I'm like, well, shoot, I would get referred a lot of litigation work, but I'm not a litigator. Um, and I start dabbling and I'm like, this is miserable. This is dangerous, (laughs) miserable, (laughs) dangerous. Oh God, it's horrible. Um, there's a reason why I didn't want to do this. Right. And so, um, but alternatively, I was referring a ton of work out. Okay, And I made one law firm a bunch of money during the pandemic. Got it. Because I'd done so much business development at my prior firm. People just came to know me as like, if there's a messed up situation and it kind of maybe is like bankruptcy or maybe bankruptcy. And so um, it just so happened that an attorney, he's been practicing over 30 years. Named Sam King, reached out to me one day out okay. of the blue and was like, Hey, um, I've got this farm case in Iowa. I'm like, You do farm cases in Iowa? He's like, Well, I'm thinking of leaving my firm and starting to do debtor work. Fascinating. And I was like, Well, Sam, how about we just like partner up? I get a lot of litigation work and I can just hand it to you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'll
0: feed, I'll feed you and We'll come up with this structure where every if you originate the work, you get 20%. Yeah. The firm keeps 20%, and then you get 60% based upon the work that you do. Yeah. And he was like, cool. So we did that um November of 2021. Okay. Um, and I filled him completely with work. Wow. <laughs> and so it was kind of like we were like, you know, another practice area that's really good is estate planning. Yeah. So um, it's crazy. I, I post on LinkedIn about yeah. it's just like new way of practicing law and how we have yes. that organizational structure. I've seen and, some of
1: your stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's definitely thought leadership uh, trying to, you know, Hey, look, don't just follow the old lemmings over the cliff. Like, like you've got to adapt to this whole new environment, yeah. the new, the new client base that's out there yes. has different expectations.
0: Exactly. They um, are okay with and want um, something different, something new. Yeah. And so uh, we made a uh, LinkedIn job post for uh, an estate planning attorney with no real expectation. And we don't have an estate planning practice. Right. Um, and it was really fascinating that we ended up getting two bites on it. Okay. Actually more than that, but yeah.
1: two good ones. Two good ones,
0: yeah. One of them was um, one of my client, former client's sister-in-laws who was pregnant and was a county prosecutor out in rural Nebraska. Okay. And also, also, the on-call emergency, um, um, she'd have to go look at the dead bodies.
1: For the for the morgue, yes. For the coroner's office? yes. Uh huh. She was she was the aunt.
0: She was the aunt. You know, it's like old school. Wow. You're the, you're the county prosecutor, but also the on call on call coroner or whatever oh my to
1: come. Look. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and so totally off the reservation. Wow. Right. Right. So you the, don't even the know the thing. Yeah. Hey, the things they don't tell
0: you in law school, you might end up having to go look at dead bodies. Uh um, no, no. And so it was really fascinating. She was. Like, I, I feel like my options are if I'm going to be a mom, I can't also be an attorney. Oh, and so I sad.
1: said, is right? That, <laughs> no. that was what she felt, And I said, well, yeah. what if
0: what if we could create an environment, an opportunity where you would have complete autonomy to make your schedule, whatever works for your family, work as much as you want to work, have a career, also be a mom. And we'll give you e- instant equity in our law firm.
1: Wow, you are totally breaking the mold now.
0: Yeah, I love it, though. I love it. And um, she was like, "Wow, this is so generous." I'm like, "No, this is just how it should be done." Yeah, yeah. Um, and you get to be compensated just like everyone else. So, you know, it's what you make of it. You there's gonna be no billable requirements. There's no expectation of when you work, how much you work. The why you work should be in alignment, but all those other things. um, And so she joined. We opened an office in Hastings.
1: And you didn't have an estate planning client yet. And she hadn't done any estate planning work yet. Nope. Wow. That is gutsy. Yeah. Yeah. So Yes. We're entrepreneurial. But she, right. You know, but she's barred in Nebraska. And I have yeah. read enough to know that Nebraska is one of the places that has oh. a significant um underserved oh. population, uh, in rural Wild. areas in particular. Wild.
0: It is yes. most a lot of my clients still today, I haven't lived in Nebraska now for a year and a half, are from greater Nebraska. Yeah. Um Even when I was there, I'd have clients seven hours away Yeah, that there was no bankruptcy attorney who specialized in what I did until they hit Lincoln, Omaha. Yep. Um, So so the other thing is some of the big law firms, what they've been doing is acquiring small law firms along I-80 that goes from Iowa across Nebraska to Colorado.
1: Okay, right.
0: And so I was like, well, shoot, we can do this. So I was like, how much? She, she had a family friend who owned a building okay. on, on Main Street. And so I was like, well, how much is rent? 300 bucks a month.
1: Nothing. Gosh. Plus,
0: plus we get to put um, our, uh, we get a whole window panel. Oh, yeah. Four feet by um, 14 feet. Nice. And we can put whatever we want on it. So I'm like, oh my gosh, we can't even advertise for...
1: 3600 bucks a year. No, no, that's incredible. So I love it because it's a blend of of brick and mortar, you Mm -hmm. know, old-fashioned signage, plus the technological capability to serve people wherever. Exactly. Great combo.
0: Wow. And so um, we've never met in person. She's now worked with us since January. And we collaborate like this. Yeah. Um, And her and I do an every other week, what I call jam session where we just talked about like her ideas. Yeah. What input she was like, Hey, can I start a Facebook page? I'm like, run with it. Yeah. She's like, can I start taking like appointments from the county courts for like juvenile stuff? I'm like, yeah, I don't, whatever you want right. to do, like s- cool with me. And so, um, yeah, she's like gotten our Facebook page up and running, has been creating content. We use Canva. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and then the other guy, this is even crazier. This is even crazier. So he's at a law firm that's, he was at a law firm that was dying. Okay, it had started, the person who had started it had a similar vision. Like, hey, we can set up these satellite offices kind of all over the Midwest. And kind of lost his way. And the office culture just torpedoed. Yeah. People were leaving left and right left, okay. right, left, right. And this attorney's name is Colin. Absolute rainmaker. He business development, like no problem. And he got in with a financial advising firm that exclusively refers estate planning to him. Oh, wow. Nice. That they just schedule it. It's like an immediate handoff. So yeah, here's our guy. Yeah. Hey, do you have estate planning or do you need to update your estate planning? We are cross selling here is our estate planning guy. So he um, approaches me and goes, "Hey, are you interested in adding an equity partner?" And I'm like, "Easy, yes." So we talk, and he's like, um, "Yeah, I do. Uh, you know, about three quarters of a million to a million dollars in revenue myself a year."
1: What's he looking? To, why is he looking Yeah, he needs to leave the 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 sick culture, or yeah, uh
0: huh, okay. Oh and he does. De- he doesn't like how he's being treated.
1: Yeah. And so, how and does a law firm not figure out how to treat somebody like that? Like, a the, god, the, the cash cow they are. Ah, right. <laughs> that and should be d- yes. What else do you need? And yeah. can you train everybody else to do exactly. that? That's a serious yeah. rainmaker. And he's just bringing in. Gosh. They won't get this.
0: The firm doesn't want to uh, solicit Google reviews. Okay. So he goes out and says, hey, I'm just going to create my own Google my business for myself. Yeah. And just starts nom, 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 nom. And out competes the law firm. And um, the law firm is has grotesque overhead. Like they have support staff that is just wholly unnecessary. So he sees what I'm posting online and stuff and goes, you know, I could go solo. But you have all the systems, technology, and the way of doing these things that is attractive to me. And then I don't have to try to do it.
1: Yes, I
0: I, I resonate with the appeal of that, actually. (laughs) And so it's like, so kind of what we're going for is like, you have the benefit, the beauty of the autonomy of creating the practice as if you were solo. Yeah. With the benefit of a
1: shared central brain. Yes, yes. Um, it's like almost a, it's almost a, a, it is a new, new model of how to even assemble a law firm because I mean, Patrick, nobody, and I say this with absolute delight, nobody says, oh yeah, I want to be an equity partner right away. Sure. You share the risk, but you share the upside. Everybody has this mindset of, well, you got to prove yourself, pay your dues, you know, let me feed off you for a while and then we'll see. Yep. But this is
0: the man. So it's, it's, entrepreneurial risk that attorneys typically shy away from.
1: Oh, oh yes. In fact, because all of our legal training is like, you know this risk thing, everybody <laughs> just no, we all risk gonna, is bad. All yeah. risk is bad. All risk. But we but we 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 go so far as to we can't I I feel this myself. I, even I, I know it. I've done entrepreneurial things. In fact, I it was weird when I started. I'm like, I'm going to do something you know that, like, I'm not going to get paid for by the hour. I'm going to create this film or create this program, and and guess what? People buy it lots of times. Yeah. How cool is that? Instead of selling these hour <laughs> units yeah. of time that I can only sell, you know, so many. Um, yeah. But but it, but you feel weird. You feel like oh, I don't know, golly. And <sighs> once you get a taste yeah. of, it, you're like, who sold me on that former model? It's kind oh. of nuts. Well, so is yeah. he able to bring in business then? That 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 oh, the right. estate planning woman like, that you mentioned, this, like, yeah, he can so. Help
0: this is crazy this God is all just great so so he joins in january and we now are officing with the financial advising firm they nice. were like hey we have this extra we rent the entire floor and we have this bank of offices plus a conference room we've we'll furnish them all out for you just to embed you yep and so that's what we've done
1: And where is that? Is that in Lincoln or is in that's in Omaha in Omaha? Okay.
0: So we now there have a sick setup of like a conference room. That's all teched out and they paid it for it. They like Colin so much. (laughs) He does such a good job that they, yeah, like basically uh, brought us physically into that space. So um, he has so much work that he's originating the issue we're having is now is how do we bring in support staff? Right, right. That fits into this unique brand, this right. unique culture. We are not your typical law firm. Like, right,
1: right. No, clearly, clearly. I, but you but know. you're you're responding to a market, and you, you're creating something that is giving people that entrepreneurial freedom. And some would argue before you know if they're a good gamble or not, but. The only way to know in, in a lot of cases is to find out. I mean, you're looking for the fit of the personality. Yeah, exactly. Somebody who wants to kind of, hey, I, I like the vibe that you're after and the general principle. Yes,
0: because we've talked with some other attorneys that I'm not in the space. We're not trying to convince you yeah, to join us. Like it, either, either you like what we're doing and are comfortable with it, yeah. but
1: I'm not trying to sell you on it. Well, it's sort of like, like a, a, I'm familiar with, there's a, a law school that's starting up in North Carolina in a couple, uh, it's it's launching in fall 2024. And I was at a symposium recently that was about professional identity formation in law and experiential education, all of this. And these were some of the, the people who were speaking were some of the people on the vanguard, people who are like we have to shift. AI is going to gobble up all this legal analytical <laughs> stuff that we've held as our stock and oh trade. You know, we're, we're toast on that. That's That can't be our value proposition anymore, just like knowing the law can't be our value proce- uh, 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 proposition anymore, like it used to be. You used to have to find a lawyer to know what the law was. That is not the world anymore. And that happened in, in, in my practice. And so they're talking about, well, if you're making these changes how do you get past the old guard and the naysayers? And they're like, well, number one, it helps that the ABA is making us, you know, they're saying you have to change and do these things. The next gen bar is going to make everybody change this. And then I look at these two guys who are starting up this law school. and It's like, or you just don't hire anybody (laughs) who thinks the old way. That sounds really cool, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, you break the mold. And that's, and so the fascinating thing with like our firm is our age range. So our youngest attorney is not even 30. Our oldest attorney is almost 60. Wow. And Sam, even his whole thing was, he's been at firms. He was partner. And he's like, I sacrifice all the stuff. I sacrifice time with my kids. Yes. And I got to a point. he was like, why am I doing this? The firm, it was like, they didn't want me to have my own clients. They didn't want me to really do business development. I was always working on someone else's stuff. And wow. he was experienced. He was a partner. Oh my gosh. And he's like, hey, I want to start doing this kind of work. Yeah. And they're like, we're not interested. Our firm doesn't do that kind of work. Like it's beneath us that kind of work. And so oh, man, you even you so we have the spectrum. Yeah. We have we have someone who's gone through it as a career almost as long as I've all of the rest of us attorneys have been alive. Yes. Yes. I saw it. I've lived it. I lived the right. cycle. I clerked for a judge. I did everything they say you're supposed to do. Yes. And here I am on the kind of
1: last phase of my career.
0: Yeah. 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 And I want something different.
1: That's gorgeous though. That's gorgeous. Um, Uh It it reminds me of, it's sort of what uh, my my partner, my other business that I've had is real-time creative learning experiences. We do um, uh, educational programming. It's been in the CLE world. We're trying to morph it to make it something different, but when we opened up, our whole premise was we're going to we're going to watch movie clips about lawyers doing stuff and talk about that and kind of shake it up and have discussions. We're not going to talk at people. We're going to get people talking yeah. and and we're going to use movies to kind of liven up and all that stuff. And we thought this is so young and cool and hip. This is you know, early 2000s. Like we'll have all these young lawyers flocking to it. And it was actually the opposite. Our, our, we, we noticed we have gosh, we have a lot of older lawyers who are coming and loving this. And we're like, what's up with that? And they're like, well, we've seen everything else, and we're sick yeah. of it. Yeah. And they were like, please, uh, yeah, uh, 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 doing something yeah. new and different. Yeah. And they could recognize, yeah. hey, there's value there. And we're like, oh, well, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. But but I love that you you found people who, but you did it by kind of it's culture centric. It's sort of creating the look. This these are the principles by which we're going to operate a firm, and they're not what you ever are used to or would have seen. It's these. But it's mark what I'm hearing is market receptivity, leveraging technology and, and giving people sort of autonomy and freedom and encouragement, um, which uh, you know will make some people's heads just spin. <laughs> oh, they don't they the, not even they can't even believe it.
0: I've been on so one of the cool things here in Minnesota is there's a very active solo, it's called the solo and small firm experience, practice experience yes. group of the bar. Yeah. And they do a monthly, like, um, just kind of open dialogue about a topic. Okay. So I come on here and I'm talking. People are like, "How do you? What? Like, you're paralegal? She, like, you don't have set hours." I'm like, "No. Like, she want to works at 10 o'clock at night. That's cool." They're like, "How? How do you get people to work?" I'm like, "Well, attorneys are achievers by nature. One, and two, if you don't work." Or you don't originate work, you don't make money, right? And right. So, and you try to do that, and you know, and so people are motivated and they directly benefit. So, like the one attorney, you know, he was making that other firm a ton of money, you know, compared and to when contributing he's,
1: to their overhead. I'm sure, exactly. Just chunks. big trades,
0: yeah. And so, um, yeah. Now it's just uh, we're and we're okay with saying we don't know every answer. Right. Like, we don't know how this is going to go. We're trying something there's no playbook for. Right. There's some amount of, there are some firms like that. I think it's called Scale that is doing something similar, but their model is, hey, you're at big law and you're, you know, in cybersecurity and you're, you're in LA and we can do that. Well, that's. This is kind of a how do we do this where you have a small firm that can provide services in a whole geographic region right? where the startup, like, we have an opportunity right now to practice in Illinois. Oh, huh. um, I'm from Illinois. And Colin, the estate planning guy, goes, hey, are you licensed in Illinois? I'm like, no. I'm like, why? It's like, well, I have an opportunity to... Um, do estate planning represent high net worth individuals who uh, have uh, assets 40 to 50 million dollars plus. I'm like, what? She's He's crazy. like, Yeah, I, I have a guy there. He would just he said he just wants to feed me work. He's a broker, like a financial advisor broker. Wow. I'm like, wow, I'm like, we can be licensed. Like, we can, we can licensed. find
1: somebody who is, we yeah. can staff. So that. that's but, yeah. So I that's what I did. Though...
0: So I posted on LinkedIn. OK. And lo and behold, someone reached out to me who is from Nebraska and now lives in Chicago, goes, hey, I'd be interested in this. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, 15 years experience has been a partner at a firm. Yeah. right. What she's been doing recently is for law firms just setting up their estate planning process and procedures.
1: OK. Oh, my gosh. Right. Uh-huh. That's so, a fit.
0: Yeah. So so you never LinkedIn has been just this. uh, awesome avenue for creating community
1: well what you're Um, describing is as i'm thinking about the democratization of law the flattening of law and part of this is you got to give some you know credit where credit is due to the pandemic um helping everybody's tech game and and getting us over the we can't do that it's so hard What about video conferencing? I don't trust you know Skype, all that stuff. We, we leveled all that, but but I think we're gonna see more of this. And it's not that I mean, it, and the other thing is the the differences in the states are becoming, I'm not saying not important. I don't want to be a blasphemer, but but you know <laughs> but everybody's taking the, the uniform bar exam and they're about to oh, take yeah. the next gen bar exam beginning in 2026. The differences between oh. states. You know, you know, and there there were a lot of people. I, I know somebody who runs a very successful family law firm in Minnesota, actually. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you have met her. Um, oh gosh, her name is jumping of my head, Emily. Oh gosh. But she's very uh forward thinking. Um, worked with her some during the pandemic. Um, and she's she sort of tried to do you know family law a different way, flat fee, um, trying to, you know, serve people with minus means, all that stuff, but she actually relocated to like Puerto Rico, I think it was, or somewhere like that. And like, was like, I don't have to be in freaking Minnesota in January, (laughs) (laughs) I'm Um, I'm still, you know, Minnesota Bard. I'm serving Minnesota clients, but I can be here and the service is good. Um, It was a revolution for me because I, I, as a live workshop person, as a workshop facilitator, I was always about got to be in the room. I want the Hmm. magic in the room and all that. Take that away from me, though, and I had to figure out. Okay, well, you can do a lot. There's things yeah. you can do to connect with people. It's not ever going to be the same, but you can make it a good experience, no. and it is a different experience. You don't just do the same thing you were going to do in a live room if you have only a virtual audience.
0: You can't, and that this is the next iteration. Is there are some things that can stay virtual? Yeah, there's some things that can't uh, shouldn't. Or can't, and that's been. I think the next iteration is people are craving human interaction.
1: Yes, yes,
0: and community. Yes. Been, and so one of the one of the goals with what we're doing is our physical hubs
1: mm-hmm.
0: will be facilitators of creating community. I um, love it. I love it. And where it's purposeful and intentional. Okay. It's not that you're we're in a physical proximity and that's enough yeah it's how do we utilize that physical proximity for to be intentional yes and that's and that's that's the next i think uh, iteration of this yes that yes if, is that i don't think completely virtual all the time works is ideal no be, uh, uh, well forever for, for ever yes. for everything And there are certain there are certain things that, gosh, in person, if you just set aside a day, you could just hammer out a bunch of stuff in person that, quite frankly, in a virtual sense, things get scattered. That is
1: true. That is true. And also, Um, you don't always know if you have uh, like I do mediations and like if somebody is appearing virtual, I'll let people appear virtually. uh, But I can't I don't have the same uh, assurance that I have their full attention. Uh, like I do if they're all sitting in my conference room (laughs) and I'm going back and forth and selling back and forth. I may not have their, but when I'm in the room with them, I know, you know, they they can't be doing too much else stuff. Um, the other thing that's, that's, that I'm, I'm smiling about here is, um, and I don't know what your experience is like in Nebraska, but I know, um, recently I was hosting, uh, I was doing a mediation training. I had some lawyers in the room, somebody about my vintage practice a little bit over 25 years. Another guy had been practicing probably 40 plus years and we got the word, That our local courthouse is all civil motions are always going to be handled by WebEx from now on. We're never going back. Okay. And interestingly, their response, I was fascinated by this. Their their response was, you know what sucks? We don't get to see each other anymore. We don't we're never, you know, as much as I I, I like the efficiency, like I don't think I should ever do a calendar call in person again. I'm cool with that. But. But but there's a loss. The lawyers don't see yes. each other at the courthouse, yes. yep. and our local bar has has taken some hits and and is doing some changes. And there's just and we're selling our bar center and and bifurcating the bar and all this stuff. And community has been decimated. Yep, decimated. Stand. Which is a big. Yes. And 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 the yep. question is what's going to rise up? Something has to rise up to sort of fill that need. Yep. And I love yep. that you're thinking about hey, how do we use our physical space to to try to you know, develop, drive something, be purposeful about that because yeah. there's a loss there.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's really fascinating is that so with bankruptcy practice, one of the big things was the 341 meetings, which were in person. They're like cattle call, and we would all be there, all the bankruptcy attorneys. This yeah, is all the yeah, same yeah. 10 people, 15 people. Right. So one of the attorneys when the pandemic first hit created a Microsoft Teams. Nice. Where we're all on. And it's awesome. So we'll it's chat about topics or different things or because I do creditor work too. The, the, he set it up, you know, where we can just chat message any yes. attorney in the group. And so there's been now, gosh, to facilitate like getting things resolved. Yeah, I can be like, hey, John, um, how are we going to resolve this thing? I was thinking of doing stipulation. Yeah, that sounds good. I'll message it to you here. Boom,
1: boom, you have boom. ongoing Teams discussion. Oh, that's beautiful. That's
0: wild. You uh-huh. know, so that so that's cool. You know, and that has really allowed me to stay connected to the Nebraska, commu- you know, bankruptcy debtor side bankruptcy attorneys without physically being there. Yes, yes. Um, and you know, even with my law practice, is that we use Google. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we have chats going. We have different group chats. You know, is it me and my paralegal? Is it me and all the attorneys? Is it, um, what is it? You yeah. know, and um, the preferred way of communicating is video call. Okay. Because then you can see the person.
1: Right, right. There's a, I think there's an up. Yeah, there's, but, there's a loss in some things that we, we don't do in person. But I like, I'd rather have a Zoom call than a phone call. When I can. Now not always, you know, maybe I can walk and talk if I'm doing a phone call, but the flexibility. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's this
0: community. So it's like, um, how do you drive community? How do you create community? Yes. Um, and how do you make it meaningful? I think there's particularly with law firms, this idea that like um some of the traditional law firms that are going back to in person or for the wrong reason. Right. Physical proximity alone does not drive value, does not build team. This idea that like, just because you're there, you learn more is not.
1: That's not a tautology. That's not, that's (laughs) not an obvious thing at all. No, no. And, And it's something it's, it's, it's almost when you say it that way, it's like, wait, do we really want to resume the, the, the orchestrated dysfunction we used to have? I mean, you know, if it wasn't exactly, you know, if we didn't have good, healthy culture before. It's not gonna, you know, magically appear because we come back. Um, so so what I want to do, Patrick, is yeah. this with your permission, I think I haven't even got to ask my my book related questions yet. <laughs> if you can hang with oh, yeah. me for a little while though, I yeah, would like to time. turn what we just did into a thriving lawyers podcast. Because I host the Thriving Lawyers podcast. We just did an episode if you're okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. This is money. This is yeah. so great. This is the exact kind yeah. of thing that we try to celebrate, want to celebrate the whole idea of there being um, uh, new ways to think about things that thriving looks different now. And you're putting a face on it that that I think is fascinating. I think it's a great conversation start. If you're okay with that, yeah. we'll just let it run. Uh, yeah. I've got to find where my otter person or where my otter went. So hold on just one second. AI, um, AI, AI abandoned us. Yes, exactly. So I'm going to stop that recording right there.